Hey queen, welcome to this week's episode of the Good Woman's Devotional, a devotional podcast for inspiring faith, activating hope, and delivering practical tools for a fulfilling life. Join Zoe as she unpacks empowering stories, unwraps the wisdom in the scriptures, and takes you along for a journey that's all about transformation and intimacy with the Lord. Brace yourself for some godly inspiration and a whole lot of growth as you get ready to be the light of your world and the salt of your earth. Hey queen, trust you're doing great and really, how are you? How are you really doing? Because many times we say we're fine and behind that statement is a heavy heart wanting to be seen and heard. So send me a DM and let's talk. Let's talk about it. So in today's episode though, I want to talk about an interesting subject titled, Sometimes the Worst Must Happen. Yes. Sometimes the worst must happen before that miracle shows up. Sometimes the worst must happen for that breakthrough to come through. And yes, God could have used a simpler, less heart-wrenching method, but he chooses to have Israel caught between Pharaoh and the Red Sea, Daniel in the lion's den, and the three Hebrew boys into the fiery furnace. Well, you may be asking yourself why. But before we answer that, let's look at exactly what happened. In the story of the Red Sea, God leads the children of Israel out of Egypt while plundering the Egyptians for everything they have. Now, he leads them in a cloud by day and a fire by night, and it's all glorious until they come face to face with the Red Sea. Now, just when they discover their plight, they see Pharaoh and his army in a dust speeding after them. And mind you, it was God who hardened Pharaoh's heart to go after them. It's not until these people are so pressed they begin to cry that God shows Moses to stretch out his rod and defy the sea. And what's more, Pharaoh goes after them even in the belly of the Red Sea. And once God has the Israelites out, he swallows Pharaoh and his army in the belly of the sea and he is done with them. Think about it. If Israel were to fight against Pharaoh, where was their army? God devised a strategy to deliver and subdue Pharaoh all at once, but they had to come to the place of pressing before that could be achieved. And many years later, in the book of Psalms, we hear David singing the praises of God and he says, To him who divided the Red Sea asunder, his love endures forever, and brought Israel through the midst of it, his love endures forever, but swept Pharaoh and his army into the rest into the Red Sea, his love endures forever. In Psalm chapter 136, verse 13 to 15 in the NIV. The second instance where this principle is evident is in the book of Daniel chapter 3, verse 13 to 29 in the NIV. So the background to the story. The king has set up a golden image and has requested everyone in the kingdom to worship it. Now, these three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, had refused, and the matter had just been reported to the king. And the Bible says, Furious with rage, Nebuchadnezzar summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these men were brought before the king, and Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the image of the gold I have set up? 
Now, when you hear the sound of the horn, flutes, zither, lyre, harp, and pipe, and all kinds of music, if you are ready to fall down and worship the image I made, very good. But if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing fire. Then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of the gold you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and his attitude towards them changed. He ordered the furnace heated seven times hotter than usual and commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So these men, wearing their robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes, were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. The king's command was so urgent and the furnace was so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and these three men, firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisers, Weren't the three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? They replied, Certainly, your majesty, he said. Look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire, and the satraps, prefects, governors, and royal advisors crowded around them. They saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies, nor was a hair of their head singed. Their robes were not scorched, and there was no smell of fire on them. Then the Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued his servants. They trusted in him and defied the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore, I decree that the people of any language or nation who say anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be cut into pieces and their houses be burnt into piles of rubble for no other god can save in this way now mind you the king did not only praise their god but elevated them to positions of power within the province in the last verse here's my thinking sometimes god really has to take us to the worst of situations for his glory to be revealed for his will to be done and to be honest sometimes there's really no other way around it and you would think that he would put the people he doesn't care about through these kinds of tests but he happens to use his most faithful vessels for these kinds of tasks so when you find yourself dealing with a situation that requires that you stand up for god sometimes it's not even about you in the material moment 
It is about the faith of some onlooker or the faith of someone who will come to read about the mighty things God did in your life. Don't lose strength and don't break under the pressure of that test. One thing is sure, that that test will surely come to an end and there will certainly be a reward. Do not take the advice of Job's wife and curse God and die, but like Jesus, for the glory that is set ahead of you, persist and keep on till you obtain the prize. I pray for you that you will find peace and comfort in the Lord while you go through the processes and pressures that he finds you faithful to put you through. I pray that you will not be crushed under the weight of the yoke of the Lord and that in all these he will find you faithful and that your reward will come swiftly to you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We hope you have enjoyed today's episode of the podcast. Send us a voice note with your feedback in our DMs on Instagram at Let Me Be a Woman. We'd love to hear from you. Until then, keep lighting up your world and being the salt of your earth. Love, Zoe.